Hey, good people. Welcome to the latest episode of the Atlanta Entrepreneurs Legal Podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Ann Taylor, and I'm the owner of the law office of Stacey Ann Taylor, LLC. My law firm specializes in business law and estate planning services. Good people, it is Thursday, January 28th, and it's about 7.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as I am recording this latest episode. This episode is uh, the second in a three-series episode uh, arc, I guess you could call it, on franchises. Last week was the um, first part in the series, and that episode which was episode number 25 of this podcast. That episode was called The Dream and the Nightmare of Franchise Ownership. And in that episode, I, uh, you know, within my normal 15-minute time limit, went over just some general pointers on um, the positive attributes and negative attributes of uh, franchise ownership. So this episode is episode number 26, and it is called what is a franchise disclosure document? And this episode, of course, then is the second uh, episode in this uh, episode arc of uh, franchise-related information. So I am really excited to be here with you all again this week. And uh, I, I know that probably most of you aren't going to be buying a franchise anytime soon or ever, uh, but hopefully you'll, you know, get something useful out of this, learn something new about how franchises are actually run, how they're operated, and, you know, basically what it takes to, um, you know, successfully purchase a franchise and what kinds of information, you know, you should really focus on, you and your attorney should really focus on. So good people, um, the franchise disclosure document is actually required by law. Uh, There is something called the Federal Franchise Rule, which is a rule that was, I believe, last amended in like 2007 by the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC. The FTC is actually responsible for overseeing uh, federal franchise law and regulations in this country. So uh, under the Federal Franchise Rule, franchisors are required to provide prospective franchisees, the people buying the franchises, uh, the franchisor is required to provide the franchisee with the franchise disclosure document, or FDD for short. And the FDD has 23 specific items that are required to be disclosed by the franchisor. And this is very important. The franchisor has to provide the FDD to the to prospective franchisee at least two weeks before they want it to be signed, before the franchisor wants it to be signed, and... Even more importantly, the franchisor has to provide the franchisee with the FDD before any money is exchanged, right? Before the franchise agreement is paid, franchise um, uh, fee, excuse me, the franchise fee is paid or anything like that. Before any money is given to the franchisor, the FDD is required to be provided to the the prospective franchisee for review. So you'll know what you're getting yourself into, basically. So as I said, there are 23 items that have to be disclosed in the franchise disclosure document. And in the interest of time, and since this is still about a 15-minute podcast, 
Um, I won't be able to go over every single item, but I will, you know, try my best to at least, you know, go through maybe the first like dozen, which are kind of the, the more key ones. So the first one is um, item one is information about the franchise or that's just information about, you know, who is the franchise or, you know, does it have a parent company? Did it have a, a another name in the past? Is there, you know, a predecessor uh to this particular franchisor that currently exists? Does it have affiliates? What kind of business entity is the franchisor? Is it a limited liability company, an LLC? Or is it a corporation? Or is it even a partnership? That kind of information is disclosed in item one, info about the franchisor. Item number two, business experience. This is basically a full disclosure of who is managing the franchisor, who is up there at the corporate office. Um, you know, the directors, the main officers, that kind of thing that needs to be disclosed in item two, business, business experience. Um, item three, litigation. Is there any pending litigation against the franchisor? Um, and also prior, uh, criminal acts or criminal convictions, uh, felony convictions, that kind of thing. If someone, you know, during the course of operating the franchisor's business, um, at the corporate office, you know, was charged and then convicted of a felony. Yeah, that kind of information is required to be disclosed under item three litigation. Item four, bankruptcy, of course, if the franchisor or even its parent company or even a predecessor company or, or affiliates, any of those folks have, um, you know, filed for bankruptcy before or are currently in bankruptcy proceedings, that information is disclosed in item four, bankruptcy. Uh, item five, initial fees. There is a one-time um, upfront franchise fee for pretty much all of these franchises. Um, the fee, as I mentioned last week during the previous podcast episode, uh, the fee can be a few thousand dollars for something like a travel agency type franchise or a cleaning company franchise, all the way up to a couple million for like a McDonald's or a Taco Bell franchise. It really just depends on the kind of franchise you're trying to buy. Um, and quite frankly, generally speaking, the more complex, like some of these franchises, of course, have like really complex supply chains, like the fast food companies. Yeah, all of that is factored into why the franchise fee and also, you know, just ongoing more expensive marketing campaigns, things like that. All of those, those, those issues kind of factor into the cost of the franchise fee. So that's just something to keep in mind. Again, that's the one-time upfront fee that you would pay if you essentially paying for the right to become a franchisee uh, for this particular franchise, whatever particular franchise you are interested in buying. That's item number five, initial upfront franchise fee. Item number six, the franchisor is required to disclose any other fees. There are sometimes royalty fees uh, or even advertising fees or some other fees that the franchisor, you know, thinks is necessary and, you know, they can legally extract from you as you are operating the business. So just keep in mind that has to be disclosed in item number six. Any other fees? Item number seven is an estimate of the initial investment. This is basically just a range in terms of how much, you know, they're basically trying to tell you how much is it going to cost to run this business operation, run your local, you know, your franchise location. And, um, this is really important to pay attention to because, you know, you're thinking that you pay this franchise fee and you're kind of off and running and, you know, you have a profitable business, but there may be other costs that you haven't thought of 
that are that you're going to have to come out of pocket for to pay for. And that's why there are a lot of franchises, especially I've noticed these franchise, these fast food franchises, um, they require you not only to pay sometimes hundreds of thousands or even, you know, a couple million in an in initial franchise fee. Some of them require that you have set aside sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars. We're talking like 500, 750,000 set aside liquid in an account, in a checking savings, money marketing account where you can access it quickly. Um, some of these franchisors require you have money, liquid assets basically sitting somewhere um, so that you can dip into that those funds if you need to do something for your business and you, you know, you can't, you know, necessarily get a bank loan or whatever. Whatever the reason, some of these franchisors require you to have money sitting in a bank somewhere that you can access. And that is very important because, again, the initial investment is beyond paying this franchise fee. You're going to have to, you're starting a business or taking over a business that someone has already started. Either way, you know, there are definitely going to be significant expenses. All right. So that was item number seven that is required to be disclosed in the FDD, uh, the estimate of the initial investment. Item number eight, restrictions on sources of products and services. Um, not to belabor this point, some of these franchisors, especially these um, fast food type franchises, you have to use products from their supply chain, from the franchisor supply, supply chain. You can't just go to the grocery store, you know, and buy lettuce. You have to use the lettuce that's coming from whatever, you know, vendor the franchisor has a contract with. So there are restrictions on, you know, where you can get your supplies from or sometimes where you can get your services from. You know, if the plumbing breaks down, perhaps you have to use this certain plumbing company that the franchisor, you know, has a contract with. Like there, it can get really complicated. So that's something to pay attention to in item number eight. Item number nine the franchisees, your obligations. And um, this is the stuff that would, would appear in the franchise agreement that you would eventually sign if you're you know, serious about owning a franchise. But basically, um, you know, this is what you, this, these are the, this is what you are contractually obligated to do in terms of operating the franchise, in terms of, um, you know, keeping the franchise location up to the franchisor's standards, that kind of thing. That's the kind of stuff that is disclosed under item nine, franchisee's obligations. Item 10 is financing. And that basically is disclosing, you know, how, how is, is financing available? Because some of these franchisors have their own financing systems. Um, and so that's just something that has to be disclosed in item 10 of the franchise disclosure document. Um, and that's something like, uh, can you, do you have to pay the franchise, for example, financing related to the franchise fee, do you have to pay the franchise fee upfront one time or can you pay it you know, over the course of the first year or whatever? Um, and is there interest on that payment if you, if you get to pay it over the you know, course of several months or you know, whatever? So that's just something to keep in mind. Item 11 uh, basically is what the franchisor is obligated to provide in terms of ad assistance, advertising, computer systems, and training. The franchisor's assistance, advertising, computer systems, and training. This is so important, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of people get into these franchise agreements and, you know, gung-ho to start their franchise business. 
and the franchisor has promised them the moon, the sun, and the stars, and when the business is actually up and running, sometimes the franchisor doesn't deliver on what they said they would. Now, mind you, usually the franchisor is still charging them the fees for the stuff that they said they would deliver. Um, but sometimes there is no deliver of the actual you know, products or services that are supposed to be coming from those, the collection of those fees. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, training, training, ongoing training and upgrades to like computer systems and stuff like that, that is super important if you're running a business. So that's just something to keep in mind. Um, item number 12, which is really important, is the territory. So basically, this, this disclosure item in the franchise disclosure document, the territory um, tells you basically how big of a territory you have the exclusive right to operate your franchise in. You know, some of these franchises are a certain number of miles apart um, and so on and so forth. Um, sometimes you'll, you'll, you have seen this before, you know, there'll be a franchise on one side of a busy road and basically the same, same franchise a little bit further down on the other side of the busy road. It, it really just depends. Um, but that is the kind of information that is disclosed in item 12 territory. Item 13 trademarks. This is really important. Um, this is basically information regarding, um, you know, the trademark itself and is, you know, is the trademark currently legally protected by a registration with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office? Um, really, it this is really important because what you're getting when you sign up uh, to be a franchisee, when you pay your fee and all this other stuff, you're really trading on the goodwill and the good name of the franchisor. That's what should make your you know, entry, especially if you're a first-time business owner, entry into the business world easier because you're trading on the goodwill, you know, and the name, the good name, the trademark of the franchisor. So this is just, you know, item 13 is disclosure about the trademarks, any trademarks that um, the, the franchisor holds. Um, I am going to stop there with item number 13. The other items are very important, you know, are important as well. Um, but the the first 13 i think are are some of the most important um if you are interested in learning about the other items i stopped at 13 there are 23 items that need to be disclosed uh by the franchisor in these franchise disclosure um in the franchise disclosure document definitely just do a quick google search and you can uh, learn more about the remaining items um i hope that this information was useful and you at least got a small taste of the kind of information that is available to you as a prospective franchisee that you should really review with an attorney. And that's it, good people. Uh, that is the end of today's episode of the Atlanta Entrepreneurs Legal Podcast. If you like what you've heard, be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or Amazon Podcasts.